is 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Good morning, Vietnam! Let's get this show on the road. Before you say anything, prepare to shut the fuck up. Screw me. <laughs> I ripped ass at the ATM. <laughs> <laughs> Nice! Sit back, relax, and enjoy irrelevant platitudes. Five, four, three, two, one, fire! Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to episode number 64 of Irrelevant Platitudes, possibly 63, saying both to be safe. We are your hosts, Peter Benici and... Lil Dizzle and Missing Jimmy Walks today, but bring you irrelevant commentary on all things pop culture, dating and relationships. That's right. Um, Yeah, so it's a bit of a different one today. It is, and it's a very exciting one and a special one of that. That's right. Um, hopefully that second camera looks... It looks fine. It looks um, fine. Let's not second guess. It looks plenty fine. So Let's new studio. Guess. This is your first time in the, the new... The new studio. And decor. I'm actually really fucking loving the table. I don't know about you guys, but tables make me feel really safe. So it's really nice to have a table. That's all it takes. Just a table. <laughs> I mean, Just the bare minimum, I thought we've learned that already it's, at this point. <laughs> I would hope my house would feel somewhat safe. It is very safe. Sounds different because of the stuff on the walls, you know. It's quite it's quite a calming mm, uh, place. But yeah, so today we did have a guest queued up. If you were following this live... Um, there's a bunch of promo and stuff, but yep. um, as you know, things happen in the world that is the world. Life um, gets in the way. Phoebe's had to reschedule, so we're probably looking at getting her on in a few weeks about, from now. Yeah, about three weeks ish. Yeah. Um, but then you know, in my fucking haste to figure out what to do, um, I contacted Bella. She tried her best, which is fucking awesome. Steph, yeah. busy. Um, Maxine. Yeah, Maxine's going to be on soon. So in the panic, I've got a, probably about like eight or nine guests that'll turn up in like yeah. a couple of weeks. You know, we might have a real true uh, casting couch at this point. Jesus. <laughs> right, so I'll, I'll bring Come it on, back. It's funny. We'll get, it's, it's real now. I can't unsee it. I didn't, I didn't realize it was an actual <laughs> casting couch. Um, that was one of my favorite pornos growing mm. up. And or, well, it's, it's Loss's luster now. Sadly and you find so. out it's not real. Yeah, unfortunately, fantasy <laughs> does uh, tend to be like that. Right? Um, but, yeah, so today we're going to... Switch it up a bit. Me. Yeah. Um, this is going to get really intimate, I think. Yeah, because, it, it, look, it's getting pretty popular now, and I've realised there's a bunch of people that listen that don't know why I do the podcast yeah. um, and, and the they don't know there. why they should listen to me doing the podcast. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of handy. Mm. And, um, yeah, with that, I guess we probably look, we'll do the old format, right? The classic format so, that we have skipped a few times because we've had such very fascinating guests. Yeah, exactly. Go and old school, and then we're going to whip into some really interesting questions to understand Nucci and Nucci's why. Do we do Do we do drinks before we do the TikTok stuff? We do. We do. We always we do. do. Drink of the week. Drink of the week. Um, Nothing entirely. Yeah, well, you can see the desk now, so you can't. we can't really hide our drinks, but... Um, this week's Suntory, but we have we have parked. Uh, um, also, we've double parked the ourselves. pineapple white claws, and they're quite nice. They're actually quite tasty, I will say. Did you know I contacted White Claw and are they, they going to sponsor us? No, they refused to send me. So merch. White Claw are cunts, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> um, if you don't sponsor us, we'll come up. No, no, uh, no look, one day maybe when uh, when we're quite live, there you go. They'll have that the whole episode. Look at that, it's prime position. Amazing, yeah, truly. Michael, but yeah, you the Suntories, I don't recommend the green ones. Have you ever had that before? I have. I actually don't mind the grapey ones. Um, but can you please open that for me? Because mm-hmm. I apparently, when I have nails, am useless. Thank you. Um, but let's swig into, is it TikToks or video mm. reels? Yeah, it's the TikToks. It's okay. The TikToks. You can tell you're rusty. It's good. Sorry? I like it. I like rusty little. It's funny. Rusty little. Well, to get to the right one. I haven't heard this in so long. Yeah, I kind of miss done them. It in forever. I miss it. I know. Damn. OG yeah. fucking pod time though. In episode fucking 64. How insane is that? <laughs> it, yeah. I cannot believe we've been doing it for what, two years now? Two and a bit years? Two years. That's two insane. Years. It's been Holy a long shit. time. We've matured. This no. is probably my favorite um social media moment of the last month. Okay. I guarantee you you're gonna love okay. this. Okay, we're gonna fucking see first, but we'll see. I just know when I can feel it, yo, they're having sex. And uh, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> now pay attention to the people in the background. Let me in, I'm trying to fuck. 
And now, what I want to point out to everyone watching, I'm going to turn the music off real quick. <laughs> Old mate, red shorts. He's vibing straight away. He likes it when it's bad. You look can at him. See with and his he's like, he's trying to hide it because there's a table full of him. He's like, I don't want to play but my cards. But there's the discreet little foot bop. You can see it. Yeah, it's he's just going. Look at him. He's loving it. I'm here for it. Let me in. And he's like, wait, what's going on? Either. Like, let's be real. There is nothing about that today. gospel that, ah, ah, like, I love it. I can't sing for shit, but um, 100%. Yeah, no, I gotta find out what this guy um, No, you really can't, but he's that's on, okay. He's on uh, Instagram and stuff because apparently he's quite hip hop, so I presume as much. And I'm sure he has a TikTok stream anyway. I think this it. is a like a reshare, but, probably. Uh, next one, this is a story. I'm here for a story. The Avon story time. Story time. We, got a, um, we had to get this dude, Nick, on Friday would draw us a picture of some pussy, you know, with a bit of crotch <laughs> for the weekend. $4 to this dude, Nick. $4 for drawings? Bro, you'd pay eight. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a n- fucking thing, bro, and you would fold that <sighs> thing up, bro. You could feel it heating in your butt pocket the whole way on the bus. Sometimes you'd even was fucking... that good? The pictures were that oh, good? he was so you good. You jerk off this guy's drawings? Oh, everybody would. He must have made probably $60 <laughs> on a Friday. And this was... Dude, when I was growing... Context? Um, Theo Vaughn grew up in like a, a shithole. Oh, okay. And so, <laughs> that's all the context that you need. Yeah, done. This one's Sorted. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. Punchline ruined. Right. I closed my eyes. Everyone pretend that didn't in happen. Delay. For the clip online, this won't have been a thing. Mm. Okay. <laughs> For some reason, my algorithm now is giving me like a lot of small Show people yeah. stuff. Just the like plush toy fucking sound to truly set it off. Have you seen the one where they're throwing a shot put and then it's an olive landing on a pizza? It's the funniest shit ever. This one, so this is gonna be dark, but stay with me. Okay, stay with me. It's very funny. The audio is no longer available because it would have been offensive for sure. No, okay, so there's like that was in like like no. What I would have expected. Oh, that's live. That happened as this came out. Okay. So they, they mixed it into a music, like him hitting them in the head with a still fucking fry pan. Oh, so like that and lady went into like, a song. I sleep because of y'all. They yep. copy struck it as it was happening. That sucks. Damn. Dirty motherfuckers. They dirty dumb Is um, there one more? I feel like there's one more. Oh, is there one more? Please save us. No, it looks save like us. Yeah. Oh, yes, this is great. This, this is the great. thing that you were talking yep, about, right? Yep, yep, okay. yep, 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 yep. Yep. <laughs> so, okay, I guess, you know, you might be listening to this in the car and I've realised sometimes you need to help people that aren't watching on YouTube and or video on Spotify. Yes. But it says, when you've already had your fair share of nose nachos and see your friend pull out another bag. I love nachos. the term nose nachos. I told you, it's great, you, isn't you it? You were not wrong. Yeah, yeah, I think it's no, better than nose solid. beers. I think it's much nose better than nose beers. Nose beers are just so basic. I don't um, know. And every time I think of nose beers, I think of the term, let's get on the beers, which reminds me of Dan Andrews, which reminds me of COVID. And, uh, no, thanks. Yeah. So, to be honest, nose nachos is the way to go. Trigger. Beep, 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 beep. Um, but uh, with that one, I guess. Oh, oh get fucked. That yeah, hurt. That's yeah. going to happen a lot more with a table. Well, yes, but it's just because I need to replace my body, which I also need to do often. I, do you need to do that as we change cameras? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you oh, this is too much already. Uh, okay, all right, okay. so I'll cue the segment, which is dating and relationships. And all the while, you're just really wondering are we going to get hopped up enough to make some bad decisions? Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. All right. So this is where I throw it. That's to- where you take that. I am becoming the host now. I am officially the Nucci of the day. Um, okay. I may or may not butcher this, so I'm going to do my absolute best, all right? So we're going to kit us up with an introduction to speak about Nucci. I know Nucci's probably just getting everything prepped, but we're going to try to yep. not look at him too much in case he feels like the attention's on him and then it makes him uncomfortable. It's my While job. I should be as comfortable as possible. Make right yourself now. at home. Make yourself at Anyway. All right. So and in an exciting twist for today uh, with Irrelevant Platitudes, we're flipping the script and we're introducing you to the man behind the mic and the heart and soul of this entire podcast, our very own Peter Benucci. So from a journey marked by transformation, self-discovery, um, can I call you Nucci? I don't like calling you Peter, but it's up to you. <laughs> I mean, if Peter it's just formal, feels more formalized. Do you yeah, because the episode is going to be called uh, what is it? Unmasking. Okay, so would you prefer me? That's not an answer. No, nah, whatever you can do is easier. I'm going to say Nucci just because you are my sure. my homeboy. Yep. Um, brings an infectious energy and an undeniable kind of charisma and a unique perspective to every single conversation, and I can actually absolutely attest to that. 
Um, so as a teenager, he was an overweight youngster, so tipping the scales at 120 kilos at the tender age of 18, but with determination, it's not grit. so tender at 120, but okay. <laughs> Just nice and tender. Um, how we like our chicken. Um, and the support of his good friend, um, Devin Hutchinson, who lost, uh, what, 30 kilos, I think it was. Oh, no, so that, that must have fucked up the thing. 130, I no, would assume. Oh, no, so okay. the, the, it's, pulled, it's confused the language. So what happened with Dev? Dev was quite skinny. <laughs> he didn't okay. lose anyway. Dev uh, helps me later in life. With losing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So we thank Dev. Life, Big yeah. shout out. Um, and this physical transformation became, I guess, a catalyst for blossoming um, Nucci's social prowess and allowing him to actually be able to forge these deep, genuine connections with a diverse range of people. And today he's an IT professional with a knack for making friends. He's massively social uh, and has an eye for high-value women and a desire to squeeze more <laughs> out of life, fucked. like a little lemon. Um, his passion for helping others, navigating the world of dating and relationships has led him to create this very podcast uh, where he's bringing light and fun conversations and valuable insights to his listeners. And um, in this episode, what we're going to do is we're going to peel those layers like a little onion. Thank you, Shrek, crediting that reference uh, to Nucci's life and exploring his journey from this overweight teenager that had, you know, quite a few insecurities and uncertainties about life to this confident, successful adult with this irresistible charm. Um, And we'll learn, I guess, what started and motivated this podcast and then the successes and failures around love, dating relationships and how this transformation has sort of impacted his approach to dating and life in general. So let's buckle up and get ready for the inspiring, humorous and a possibly quite revealing and, uh, I guess, vulnerable episode where we're going to get to know the man behind Irrelevant Platitudes, Peter Benucci. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. So about the whole time. Um, but can just we not say how ace that fucking that intro you, was? Thank you, ChatGPT. You did um, very well. And um, also me smashing it. But, yeah, De- Dev, uh, Dev didn't help me lose weight. Dev helped me get better with people. With the uh, social component. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I that's love right. that. I've uh, not met Dev. Is Dev still alive? Dev, Dev's, a, Dev's alive and married with two children. I would love to yeah. meet Dev and have him on the podcast sometime. He was he covered a Valentine's Day episode before you started. Um, oh, the second Right before episode, she then. quit. Yeah, 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 right before she quit. Because I remember not seeing it, but. She who shall not be named. She um, who shall be not named. Oh, sorry, I fucked that up. But anyway, all right. <laughs> Tipsy Lil. All right, so. Before we're kind of going to delve into details of your life, um, yep. tell us a little bit about your childhood and adolescence and what sort of motivated you to lose weight. Well, the, the key motivator that, that caused me to lose weight was the lack there of pussy. Yeah, do you um, be like as that a, As a fat teenage male, um, you quickly understand um, how superficial young dating is, yep. especially. Okay. Just making sure on the right camera. Special, yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was just super lonely, man. Like people mm. were going to parties and stuff and – I mean, look, I, I won't change playing video games as much as I did because it yeah. pushed me into IT and computers and all the friends that I have that watch this podcast every week are all guys I played World of Warcraft yeah. with and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it was really lonely in that respect. Mm. Um, and I wasn't shy at all, yeah. which is usually common for people that are in kind IT of kind that of way complain- yeah, complained, yeah. inclined. Um, but, I, yeah, there was just – it was fucked – being super fat all the way through from like a grade six, maybe fucking grade four, all yeah. the way up until okay. year twelve. So you were quite tubby for midway quite a long through time. university, man. Like eighteen, mm. yeah, that, that pushed me into twenty-one. I'd say even possibly twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good call. Um, yeah. So the it is interesting to keep up and see what people are asking. Uh, mm. What was the full question? Um, just what more made about, it yeah. Really like yeah. So it's obviously fucking. I lost my virginity quite late, eighteen. Took ages. I feel like that's actually quite sin for a um, lot of males, to be honest. Yeah, not really. Really? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I personally don't know the average age yeah. for, for men. But no, I guess you know what's funny with something like that is like the average doesn't matter. It's like if your social circles are popping it off earlier, then you. you okay, fucking... so were your social circles kind of already yeah. engaging sexual activity at yeah. that point? Big Timmy Dibs lost it at like fucking twelve. <laughs> Not necessarily a good thing. Remember, consent laws. <laughs> no, no, it was, the, it was definitely consent. No, um, no, no. I mean, like legal age of consent, you would actually be considered a non-consenting um, uh, child because you yeah, could but two twelve-year-olds can fuck. You can say they? yes, yeah. but you'd still be considered a minor where you can't. But that's uh, yes, legal Dr. technicalities. Dr. Hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Sorry, that's fine. Um, but I guess I speaking more to Devin because obviously he was a little bit part of the intro with the um, bit there. How did he mm. play a role in? 
I guess there's this transition for you in yeah. um, dating and social life, but also just general, you know, interactions yeah. with women. So there's a crew of us of about probably 10 people. We used to go out every Friday. We used to go every to like the Friday. local place. Where'd you go? Jimmy Rose Jimmy in Mooney Rose. Ponds. Yeah. In Mooney Ponds. Yeah, so you're so you a know, local baby. You know, yeah, you know Mount Alexander Road where Portobello's is. Near where I live, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that, shit, that that was no, no one knows where I live. <laughs> that used to be uh, like a nightclub on every Friday. You'd have really? like toss a boss or you'd flip a coin if you called it right, you got free drinks. Okay. So naturally cool. like all the young people went there and stuff. Makes and it was sense. Super, yep. super popular. Um and then you go mm-hmm. and I didn't have any real sense of style. I kind of dressed a little bit like this. I, I guess, like how like, you dress. So personally, it's do you think it was a the lot fact that more you were as a bit, I've lost weight? When you're yeah. fat, you can't wear nice clothes. It makes it more difficult. Yeah. 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 I understand. Um, but uh I probably should have brought up some photos. I'm gonna probably bring up a photo maybe. If you have any um, previous ones, yeah. Sure. And, uh, yeah, so we'd go there every Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, try and do this both at the same time. It's I believe suck. you can do this. Uh, yeah, so we'd go to Jimmy Rose every Friday, and then I'll do that in a second. Um, I would just, like, everyone would go out and kind of meet girls and kind of talk to girls and kind of make out and then possibly fuck or get numbers and start dating, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so there was a lot like happening around you. like 18 through to 21, so you're right in that gap. Yeah. And then it was just nothing like you go out because it's not really you're not really instructed to go and do these things right and if you're i guess that young you still adhere to the mindset of those guys either have it or they don't and i just thought that i didn't have it right yeah so you just don't do anything and you just go out and you have a laugh and you have fun with your friends and you focus on having fun with your friends on the night of course and i feel like that's also the main thing (laughs) that's okay that's okay but then things like dating pass you by they pass you by while you're doing these things Absolutely. Um, and I think it was like one Saturday morning because we'd all catch up, sometimes at Dev, sometimes at Adam's. Mm. Um, and then we were just kind of having a chat and Dev had um, kind of been like, you know, he he knows me quite well and he's like, you know, do you want to kind of get a handle on this situation and stuff? Um, and he just kind of, he put me onto a bunch of stuff kind of online and like books and stuff, like self-improvement mm. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And a big thing that they, they preach with a lot of that is obviously like body image and stuff too. Mm. So I realised my first problem was I didn't wasn't happy with the way I looked. Yep. Right? And that's so, going to end the way because if you can't love how your body is, then what's going to say that other people are going to be interested either? Yeah. Like whether you're fat or not, it doesn't matter. It's a matter of whether you feel comfortable in your yes. skin. Yes. But then there's that thing that the the decision you have to make with yourself as a person is if you want to marry up with what you're attracted to you and what, to what you're attracted to, to that is too. attracted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get right? you. Yep. So it was this thing of like kind of a big decision that just kind of happened. I didn't even think. I was like, well, okay. Then I got so, to shift something. If these girls don't like fat me, <laughs> then we'll need to see what happens. Losing weight. If me. I lose weight. Because yep. it's A, this is fucked. Mum would always kind of be like, oh, you know, I'm worried about you and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's like, it was like a two for one sort was of deal. Was it done healthily? Uh, was that? Was it done healthily? Oh, you mean when she said it? She's no, a no, walk, no, so definitely not. No, losing weight, you goose. Not oh, yeah. So I got really lucky. Adam and Ninos, two of my bestest friends in the whole wide mm-hmm. world, and Scott, um, we were always busting my balls to go to the gym. Okay. So I just started training so you with some them. Gym boys and training sessions. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. And Ninos helped me to start dieting and stuff. Like all of this journey, literally now that I think about it, and mm. I won't get emotional, but it was a lot of it was friends that yeah. like politely were ready to help. Um, How did that yeah. feel though? Because obviously, like, you don't notice until now. Like I just felt all that now. I didn't think. Yeah. I didn't realize. Because that's pretty but, hard to, mm. I guess, absorb as well when you've got mates that are obviously rooting for you and wanting the best for you, but at the same time, if they're all acknowledging something. That's like you know that's what the big hard, thing with right? that like and especially now it's really hard for mm. um for people to kind of to kind of grasp but fat people need to be told that they're fat because but don't they already know you f- you feel fat and then everyone that you know tells you that it's okay see I think it's so you think <sighs> it's okay but you know it's not okay but everyone around you keeps telling you it's okay so you think oh you trust the people around you right mm. um. It was a long time ago. This I feel like I have more problems, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but at least, like, because for me, I, I see fat is just fat. Like, I don't really care personally. There's 200 genes that are linked to obesity, so for me, I, I, I can logically work around that. <laughs> and also, yeah. I was a I was a bigger girl too. Like, you've seen photos. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah. Um, for me, my issue is never with people, you know, telling me that I'm okay uh, or anything like that. It was the people that would be like, Oh, your body, you know, is perfect. Don't why are you like saying that? You look so skinny, like that kind of shit. It was that that was more triggering rather than people just saying, "No, you are bigger." That's true, but it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I have more issue with um See, the I lying. I never got that. I never got that acknowledgement from people. Then. Yeah, mm. well, definitely. I think people are more um, 
forgiving in terms more of body open shape. to talking about body types with women than they are with guys. Yeah, and that means um, di- you know diet culture. I think perpetuates around that those circles a little bit in that Jesus. way too. It's a long sense. scroll. Like this is intense. That's okay. Mate. Keep doing. Oh, oh my go. god! Right. Look at those. All right. Fucking Christ! So, All right. Um. So. That was you. Wow. Yeah. So this is actually me meeting Neil Strauss, who's the author of a couple of big books out there. Let me go PC. There. Uh, You probably can't see that as much on the screen. Um, You still got the same beautiful smile. Well, I mean, you can kind of see that that's me, but not at the same time. Honestly, I would not Uh, have said that. That's the nice guy that saved me. That was. And that was progressively as you were. No, that's that's still the the, like really big weight. Um, Like, look, look there, dude. That's like an orbit. can't see anything there. Like this is going back in time. Yeah, look at the. Yeah, I'll definitely say you, know you, I mean? you look significantly different. Yeah. Um, and that's that's probably like I've got issues with the tie and the outfit more than anything. But what yes. do you mean? <laughs> that was that was when was this? Two thousand nine, man. That was fine. <laughs> Two thousand nine. I was like twelve, thirteen. Um, there. See, like the. Yeah, you stored a lot in your face. <laughs> Trust me, I stored it a lot of everywhere. Um. This is yeah. up my 21st, so I'll close these off. Um, it's my mum. Uh, back mom. to wide. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, so. And that's actually really good context off. for everyone as well, I think. So, so <laughs> yeah. like, look at Nucci and his journey. And also, I have to say this about our entire group. Our group mm. has just aged so much better. I don't know about you guys, but I look like. Oh, really? T- Seriously, you our think group. I look better. Yeah, you yeah. look better now, just mm. generally, like you've aged gracefully. Like people like Razzie as well. Oh my god, yeah. have you seen with our beard? Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, not that. <laughs> yeah, it was much love. Those ones. Um, yeah. But like in the sense of when you guys were like babies, like obviously mm. you're still figuring out who you are. But I feel like everyone in our group has collectively gotten like hotter with age. Yeah, so you hope so. That's the plan. Well, That's men the, as well the have the yeah. benefit of aging gracefully. Yes. Um, without society. Anyway, so um. Speaking to challenges, I guess I'd like to know a little bit more about the weight loss journey itself and things that came up for you, whether they were actual challenges with like food and eating, with people, with dating, anything like that. Okay. So I definitely, um, I don't think I ate a lot, but I ate a lot of like pastas and stuff. Delicious. Understandable. uh, And this was before kind of there was a lot of knowledge about tracking food and all this sort of stuff. So the initial initial go of dropping from 120 to like 80. Yeah. Um was chicken and broccoli and like the basic mm. bitch eating sort so of stuff. So 40 kilos, that's a significant drop as well. Yeah, I think it was about 30. So it might have been like between 115 Ish, to 120 yeah, yeah. and 110 cuz it fluctuates even when you're heavy. Yeah, water um, weight, all the things. Yep. Yeah. So that was that was the start was the broccoli and and <laughs> Uh, rice with chicken. That, that was such kind a of terrible the, meal too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's like what basic. bodybuilders uh, do when they're trying Used to train to. as well Used to get to, lean. Yeah. Um, but now it's much more in, informed. Like I've got a coach now, and we're basically mm. putting gnocchi into the like the cut. Yeah. So there's there's smart ways to do it and stuff now. But um, it was almost disordered eating, really. Yeah. Um, and that will to, happen to as diet well. Like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so it was a really casual relationship with food, and I wouldn't say that it's better now. Um, cause you do have a fear. Like once you're really fat, you get the like concern the of what happens to, if I get fat again. You still kind of see yourself at 120 kilos, no I matter how much that. you lose also. Yeah. And I think um, body dysmorphia plays a big role of that too. Cause you're used to seeing yourself in that bigger form Yeah, that it's hard to actually recognize of whether you do. And if you've eaten a big meal, like a whole set of like a yeah. pizza, which is something you may have done when you were bigger. Yeah. 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 Like I could always eat a pizza. Um, like well, that's the, what I mean. ones up the road. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it wasn't consistent. I think it was just, yeah, it was a shit food. Yeah. Um, what was the other half of that question? It was a big one. Um, um, speaking just about your experiences and challenges that you faced throughout the weight loss journey. Yeah. And then the thing is, like, I really, really enjoy food. Like, I mean, fucking I love same. Food That's why I lot. eat. It's actually more like taste and sensory seeking. Um, and I still haven't fully addressed the... The way I look at it is, like, I don't want to lose that passion for good food and good cooking of and, course. like, deliciousness. Imagine seeing um, food as just something, like, a pill that you need to swallow to have energy. Like, but that's ooh, horrible. Apparently that's healthy. No, it's not. I'm as a yeah, psychologist, a psychologist that, that is the not fucking healthy. no. Anyone that says, I wish there was a pill where I could just take it so I could just have the nutrition, that is disordered eating yeah. through and through. But it might be a no. cleaner route to not being so heavy. 
Yeah. Mm. So I think I've got a, I've got a long way to go with that. Yeah. Um, but I do have a very very good coach that's helping me through that at the moment. And you've been really um, consistent as well. I think a big yeah. part of it is that consistency and that willingness to really put the effort in, which a lot Not of if people. You ask my coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we'll have your yeah. coach on next week. No, he's, no but he's going to come on when they come to Melbourne. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That'll yeah. be good. Awesome. Philly cheese steak on Instagram. If anyone's uh, curious. Um, yeah. So it's it's been intense, um, and it's always going to be a struggle. Yeah. Um, I think my family's set up genetic makeup. Uh, I'm seeing my cousins now that were skinny when they were yeah. younger. They're all turned into little tubbos now. So. Well, you know how I said before, 200 genes are linked to obesity. Yeah. So very likely to be the case, but mm. there are still things that you can do to mitigate or reduce the impacts of that actually occurring as well. Yeah. Like having a healthy diet, like having the balanced level of exercise, like moderation, yeah. you know. And I'm because my lifestyle is like big into – Gaming and like a lot of it now is editing. It's more sedentary kind of work. It's all sedentary works, all sedentary. Um, and I genuinely don't like the gym. <laughs> I mean, um, it's like, <laughs> no, but, but it's a, you know, we see a thing now where everyone's kind of like, there's like a thousand posts about how cool it is to go to the gym and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And like, it's just two clear, distinct lifestyles. People that did were very active as kids. I mean, I did a Taekwondo for 15 years, so I was yep. still active. I trained like three to five days a week for 15 years. Yeah. Um, fuck, that's dedicated. But, Jesus. Yeah, wow. uh, my second degree black belt as well. Ooh, um, used I mean, to teach on top of that. Dude, that's huge. Um, and also another thing of proof, right, that mm. you can still be fat and fit at the same time. That's I wouldn't say fit because as soon as I lost the weight, I was running rings around everyone. <laughs> but no, when but I was fat, I would struggle. Still, but think about like power lifters, right, who are bigger, yeah. who wouldn't meet the BMI criteria, but they're still yeah. fucking healthy because they're training. It's, it's the same yeah. thing. Look, I always, I always promote less fat agility. around the heart and the guts and yeah. the visceral stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it takes a lot of work for some people and I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. Um, it takes a lot of work. And it, it's hard and it's shit. Mm. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say, it's fucking cool. Like, it's just easy. you got to do it's whatever. It's definitely not easy. Um, you know, there's things like I haven't drank. Like I'd have a drink, one drink on the podcast or whatever, but this is going to be the first night where I drink for a while. Yeah. Um, and then after that, not so much. Yeah. So if you're a heavier guy or girl, it sucks because I'm probably the worst person to listen to because I'm going to tell you it's not easy, um, and it takes no, but forever. That's and I still haven't too got there to hear yet because people want to remember and hear something that's yeah. like legitimate, not like oh my god, it's just like the bat of an eyelid. Like you want to be genuine because it's always you. someone with abs telling you how easy. Yeah, it is and to fuck stay, that noise. You don't want that. You want someone who's um, being on the journey and who's consistently still working at it. Yeah, it it, it takes time, um, mm. and then you know we'll still get there. I'm hoping to get there before I get married and stuff. Like I want to be the thinnest I'll be then, and you be try and peak. hold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so that, that was the weight loss stuff was pretty fucking heavy. I can imagine um, it would have been. But as soon as it started to come off, I noticed even, like, going through those photos just then. Um, yes, yeah, so let's speak about was, social I was getting attractive women while I was fat. Yeah, because you're but fucking funny just, as all shit. But it was just losing weight let me. Made it harder. It's kind so, of solidified. So, but when I lost weight, I felt more comfortable to talk. Yeah. Okay. Um, in a sexual manner. Ah, that was a big okay. thing. It was like. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of dudes will talk and not really drive conversation. Did you feel like you were almost um, placed immediately into this kind of friend space when you were? Fat guys always do get done. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I'm Especially curious. Especially fat, funny guys. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about that and how, I guess, pre Nucci transformation and I'm not going to say current because obviously you've hooked to the most amazing, incredible mm. human, but before when you were dating, how yeah. that transition looked and how your interactions as specifically yeah. with women would look. I remember the very first night going to approach someone. And it, I was so scared mm. that I didn't even really remember what she said. Yeah. I just read the body language yeah. and was like, no, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> and walked away. Well, goodbye. And what was really toxic, which is a friend who's not in the friendship group anymore, the larger one, um, and had actually seen me do it and didn't any offer any encouragement and just like, yeah, man, I saw that too. Like, yeah. What a dick. It's, it, it's that thing that you learn. Um, mm. When you're in certain social circles and stuff, yeah, um, the entire group itself is fucking amazing. Yeah, but there are there are individuals that will try and keep people down because as soon as you rock their perception of you, of course, it becomes that a challenges trash. their social status within yeah. the group, and that's a problem. Yep. Um, and yeah, so that that actually made it quite hard for me to get started because when I the first day that I tried to start, yeah, um, it takes a lot of courage for a guy to approach a girl. And yeah. I know things have changed now where people are like, oh, she opened to it, all this and that and the other. No, but it's still um, fucking Looking at daunting. it from the guy's perspective who does it, um, mm. it's terrifying. Yeah. I could, would prefer to jump out of aeroplanes every day than to have to do that. <laughs> it's way easier. I mean, to be honest, um, flying out of plane is very simple, but yes. Yeah. Like, so, like I agree. Yeah. Um, and the 
courage it took to do that mm. badly yeah um was immense because the first time i would say the first approach that you ever do is significantly harder than any other approach yeah, after that because it's the initial approach yeah. right you don't know what you're going to come with it's a whole new territory yeah of course that and like you do sense. it and you speak to me like i don't know what to say now this you're is like, so uh, uh, i mean I and i walked like away <laughs> i was so and i think i went red and like it was all very obvious um yeah. what i was doing and stuff mm. but it was like I wish I had fucking known who that chick was to come back now and just have that perspective and stuff because that'd be fantastic. It um, would to be able to have that to see because sure. you know what, like now I don't even know what she looks like. She might not have even been like someone that I would have ever gone for. I think it was just the right scenario, and right time. Yeah, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do it, and I just <laughs> went and did it. Yeah, good um, on you as well. I yeah, think that that in itself is very brave and very vulnerable. It's very um, hard when you are kind of shifting. Firstly, how you look in a way, as well as having to have the interaction. We haven't even got to sex yet. This is just talking to people. It's like it's a journey, man. Like it's full on. Well, I mean, that's the whole process, right? So Mm. um, I guess this is a good way to kind of segue into sharing memorable dating or even sexual experiences and how that kind of started about. Yep. Okay. So what do you want first? Uh, Go dating. Like we'll go into that linear transition. Yep. So with dating, um, I think the big thing with dating was it took forever mm. to get comfortable getting a phone number because you can get a phone number I easily totally enough. I forgot you have to ask for phone numbers. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this is, social age, media was around, but you didn't use it to get yeah, phone no, no, numbers no. and stuff because it was Unless weird. you're getting someone's top It's more personal to get someone's social media then. Really? Because it was a closed small network. That's true, yeah. Um, you don't want to be on someone's top eight. Yeah, yeah. So you would get heaps of phone numbers that wouldn't eventuate into anything. Yeah. Um, personally, people could just obviously ignore um, as well. So no, 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 it you, makes it easier in that way. You know what the funniest part is? Mm. I would get a lot of people replying, ah. um, and then it would just get to dry, stale. Yeah, conversation. The, the biggest advice I would offer to girls mm. that uh, having hetero guys approach them: if you are not interested, just leave. Don't it. ever reply. No matter how angry the messages get. No matter how intense they get or whatever, yeah. just block the phone number and move on. I feel like I've done that quite a few times because I just <laughs> the amount of know. time that was wasted trying to believe in the hope that whatever the person was telling you was going to eventuate. Like, that would have been really, really hard as well because especially yeah. if you weren't getting exposed to a lot of women and interactions mm. to be then getting numbers and then having yeah. to go nowhere would have been really disappointing. Yeah, the first phone number mm. I ever got was at Jimmy Rose again. <laughs> of course. Um, and it was just, I realized it was like a pity thing um, oh, back then. But shit. you don't well, know as it. As if you would, You though. don't know it at the time. Nah, she was awesome. She's all right. Um, okay. And Questionable, but all right. It's a confidence boost for her and she moved to Canada now and, you know. Good riddance um, in Canada. No, no, no. She was, she was actually quite nice. Um, Questionable. Let's go. But I did get my vengeance back when mm. we went to Bang and Next one night and she was at the front of the line or yep. whatever. And she was like, hey, hey, hey. And I was like, oh, hey, how you going? She's like, did you want to cut in line? I was like, nah, I'm good. Thanks. Bye. Nice. And she just kind of looked at me like. You motherfucker are gonna diss me and like move on. No, with, good. Fucking. I was knows. with the crew. This was like years later. Um, so it doesn't matter. Timeline. Yeah. It's good because no, no, it was. That was. I. I got that back in the end. But good. um. So yeah, the dating at the start was fucked because I was still quite heavy then anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and people try and say, was it you or was it the weight? Yeah. And it's it's both. It's always, it's been always both. You. Um, and then layer on top being quite short as well. Yeah. Um, it does make it a bit I would say that way. my height hurt me more than anything. That's the only thing I couldn't change. I'm going to say I change my attitude because a yep. lot of people, yeah. I could change that. my attitude. I could change my weight. Yep. I could never change my height. No. Nah. Right? Unless you wear boots and I don't think you want to wear boots. Well, I wear boots, but I wear boots. No, 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 but boots. Yeah. No, I'm talking about um, <laughs> boots. Mm. And I think that sort of prejudice needs to be addressed as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. The short king era is coming. It is, and it's, it's not here, quite here. We're yet. getting People there. People say it's it's here, but it's not quite here, um, and that's that's okay. That's fine. But we're working towards that, which you know, is, you it's, know, slow but steady. Yeah, it, the, I I always have the anecdote of on dating apps when girls asked how tall I was, I would ask how much they weighed. Yes, I remember you mentioning that. And yep. if they ever pulled anything on that, I'd be like, well, at least you can change how much you weigh. Um, mm. So it's just that sort of, I guess, simile that you know. Um, you just have to deal the cards that you have. Yep. And I barreled through for a very long time. I didn't have my first probably serious relationship, um, which would have led to steady sex because it was like awkward sex. And that'll happen as hanging you're out with chicks and, and then like being like, oh, I could probably <laughs> fuck her on this balcony in Queensland sort of deal. Stuff. Can I just say, balcony sex is very impractical. There was so that story, mm. the balcony fuck. Um, we were in Queensland um, the year 
or two after we'd finished for schoolies. Mm-hmm. It's me, Paulie, Razzie, Geordie, Matt Shine, everyone. Yep. Um, and me and Paulie uh, went back to a bartender's house from bedroom, which I think is still there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was from Sweden. From Sweden, yeah. I ended up talking to her friend. <laughs> and her friend is not the nicest person in the world. She's not the most attractive person in the world. It was a struggle the entire time. Um, but, again, you're fumbling around. You're still figuring um, it out. Dating as a younger guy. Yep. And <laughs> I thought Paulie was closing in the main room. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, this bitch is annoying the <laughs> shit out of me. The only thing we have left to do is, is fuck at I this mean, point. Of, oh, of course, because that's, that's the I, only conclusion I, we can But I'm to. still getting my <laughs> bearings at this point, but it worked. Very it nice. was fine. And we start having sex. It was fine. This does not sound like a nice sexual interaction. It's not at all because it's like your early ones. They're always fucking so awkward fumbling and weird. And awkward, and yeah, it's it. like Cavill Avenue. I can show you the spot where it happens <laughs> if you ever go back to Cavill Avenue. If I ever and, go um, back, I've never been, but okay. Okay. No, it'd be a fun trip actually if we all went. Um, <laughs> okay. But, yeah, so we're on this balcony and yep. then, like, I'm still heavy set. I'm not thin. Mm-hmm. I'm thinnish. Thinnish. But I'm not thin. All right. Um, so you're a midi. You're a midi boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we're starting to fuck on this balcony mm. and Paulie and this chick come out. Oh, no, Paulie comes out because <laughs> yeah. the chick had left. Okay, yep. Um, and she went to go talk to a security guard and I could see all this happening while I was having sex on the balcony. I remember you telling me the and story, left, yes. And she was talking to this other guy that she'd had come around yep. and they were kissing and stuff. And then Paulie's like, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think this is fucked. I think she's actually talking to another guy. And I'm just like, yeah, but she's, that, this is happening. That's just a fucking move. So anyway, then he goes back outside. Wait, is this a sock story? Um, Yes. 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 I remember Um, stories. Yes. And, uh, (laughs) and then, so he leaves and I'm like, okay, we can actually probably have sex properly now. And it was like (laughs) probably two to two and a half minutes. This all happened in sequence. So we went to change positions and she wasn't the thinnest human either, Mm -hmm. but she's tried to move her leg and knocked a pot and then smashed glass everywhere. But it was while it was quite fun and, yeah, so you're having yeah. a little playful time while also getting cuts on your legs. That was getting quite intense. Um, intense? Intense. Intense? And um, as Paulie opens the door, <laughs> this happens, and then I nut all over the floor. <laughs> I remember you saying, that. was this on the carpet as well? Hey? No, no this is outside balcony. on the balcony. There's another story. And then, and then Paulie looks at me like, man, we got to go. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> anyway, um. We end up leaving and stuff, and he explains the full story, which is where I add that layer yes. into my story, mm-hmm. um, of what she was doing and stuff, and he'd stolen one of her favourite socks <laughs> as payback. In his defence, we'd gone there to cook them pancakes, right? Oh, so you guys um, were being romantic, cute humans. No, I was just there to occupy a friend because a friend was annoying. Occupy inside um, of a friend, am I it, right? It, but it happened quite a lot. It was just easier to just sleep with them and just talk to them. Um, I actually understand I'm, and resonate master, with that. Yeah, I'm a master conversationalist, but at a certain point, if you're boring, it's just easier to do that. I agree with that, but my sentiment was going to be more like mm. I can't do the social, so I fuck yeah. people. So it was, it was a very <laughs> awkward trying to find myself dating experience. Yeah. Because a guy, as a young dude, you assume, okay, cool, I'm just supposed to bang and just do whatever. Yeah. Um, Is that like the message that you're set as a me. dude? Uh, it's just kind of like the feeling. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> The it's not like it's not like we talk it's about not, it and be it, like. Mmm. It's not explicitly said, but it's an implicit message. That's this this thing of hookup culture and stuff that I feel like it's not perpetuated by guys. Mm. You have conversations yeah. of like no, well, it's not in conversation. Like okay. you have conversations if you slept with someone. Okay, but um, never the act of before. But in, and but in no way it. is it promoted inside social groups, normal social groups. That yeah, are like, glad you said normal because I was going to say it's um, very much a prevalent thing. In but even in the social groups, because I've I've you know, a lot of my really really good friends now are in kind of the more normative social groups. Yeah. And it's not even perpetuated there. It's just mm. you have fun and you connect with people and you fuck. Like that's yeah. it. Yep. It's not like a – it's just groups of attractive guys that fuck heaps that hang out. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Yep. Um, yeah, so that for me it was a very awkward um, long time because I didn't get my first serious relationship until 25, yeah, I think, okay. 25, 24. Yep. So first um, quarter life crisis, yep. <laughs> yeah, and she was a lot older. She worked next door. Yep. Um, and she was she turned 30 when I was like 25. Okay. Yeah. Mm, it was a five year age gap. Um, but you know, that was great. And I think that more is my style. Mm-hmm. Um I love dating. Dating is fun. I, mm-hmm. I do miss that. Um it's the in-between part of yeah, like the, the blabbering you know, getting to know and the- yeah, it's just people I'm a big I think it's being pragmatic and working in technologies, people that waste my time. Yep. Irritate yep. me. No, so I'm that's preaching the choir. And especially now with dating apps, man, it's just, it's all time wasting, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Totally. So, yeah, so that was the early days of dating. Dating. All right. Mm. So I guess speaking to that, what are the key dating and social things that you have picked up along the journey? Like what kind of advice would you keep in mind that you found useful? Okay, this is a triggering one for, um, I guess, the newer mindset. So trigger warning for that. Mm-hmm. Act as if. So if you're unsure of, as to what's going on, yep. act as if she's interested to you. Yep. Act as if she wants to catch up with you. Act as if. You have to have social presence. Be delusional, presence. baby. Delulu yeah. brain mindset. Queen. Yeah. You have you. to have social presence and understand mm-hmm. if that's genuine or not. Yeah. But it's those areas where you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to yeah, feel. Yeah, let's assume the best is probably Just pretend the person that. you're sitting down with actually yep. wants to talk to you. Yep. Just pretend mm-hmm. they want to see you again and that confidence resonates. Yep. Because um, the big thing that I had was reading people mm-hmm. early on. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know if they wanted to hang out or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a key. Mm-hmm. Um. Always go for what you want. Yep. Is another thing too. Yeah, shoot your shot, um, honestly. What's the worst that's gonna happen? Rejection. Cool. Done. Yep. You've already been through it. And the third would be don't ever be someone's bench. I really like that. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you realize that like someone you would spoke to them and then they would take talking to someone else. Fuck them off. Because honestly, yep. you're a priority. You were number one. And if mm-hmm. you're not number one, bye. Hundred yep. percent. Agreed. I think that's a good piece of advice. Yeah. Last sure. one especially. So I guess how did this increasing kind of success when you did start dating and seeing women and kind of being able to hone in on this like flirtatious energy affect both your self-perception um, but also your relationship with your mates? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's weird. Um, all of my friends now mm-hmm. got really excited when I started to do good. <laughs> Yay. Um, and as fucking mates should too. Yeah. A lot of friends that aren't friends now uh, tried to minimize it and then say like the way I was going about shit wasn't the NDP. I'm just really conscious can, of that. No, go. We can oh, go okay? pee and then I can we can pick it up before we go. Oh, God. And we're back. Um, <laughs> good work, interviewer. Pissing <laughs> midway. Even though I went and pissed at the start. You know. No, but I wasn't full then. You could have gone. Um, I've got poor interception. So what was the question? Um, we're speaking to the successes of how that affected your and mindset and also about your friendship dynamics. Yeah. So uh, people that were insecure and stuff uh, tried to challenge what I was doing and tried to question how I was doing it, why yep. I was doing it, and all that sort of stuff. Uh, which in retrospect is pretty fucked up. It you know, is, guy doesn't get any pussy at all and doesn't date anyone and then tries to do better um, and then does better and then you, like, question it. If they're weird. feeling insecure about that, that's also yeah. a them thing and it's a bit weird that they pl- – but also I guess that's social dynamics in, an, in a nutshell, right? Like there's this whole – yeah. Uh, evolutionary perspective. As soon as you change people's perspectives, people yourself, are like, oh, God, change. Because people are terrified yeah. of change, right? Yeah. They're used um, to their norm. And that was the thing. But then all of my other friends were really happy for me. Because mm-hmm. um, then we all did better. Like, we all kind of spoke to, you know, newer people and stuff. Yeah. And like, there, there was a point where I got really, really, really good at talking to people and I could talk to anyone. We would yeah. go anywhere and I'd be fine. And like, you know, people would go piss or go smoke and I'd just be fine. I'd be able yeah. to just kind of move through spaces and, and meet people and. Um, do all that kind of stuff that you should be doing at that age. And that um, helps with networking a lot too. Right? It did. It helped with my jobs and all this sort of stuff. Amazing. Like it was fucking crazy. Um, so I think it, it helped everyone. And then I made yeah. new friends. I met Paulie, I met Razzie, and I met yeah. all these guys. Um, so I met newer people. that Yeah, and people who are your lifelong of, best friends and align yeah. with you, right? Um, so that's the thing is like trying to get better with girls, I got more friends. Which is kind of nice in a way too because I yeah. think that that in itself speaks to the character of human that you are. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it was, it was fucking interesting. Um, really scary when, you know, cause you do, you give your friends a lot of thought of mind at that time. Like, am I being a fucking idiot or whatever? There like were even girls that were friends that were like, oh yeah, during that period you were kind of a dick. And it's like, no, no, I was, I was stamping my identity and you were using me as someone to make yourself feel better. Yeah. I, I never understand the thing where girls have guys around that like are obviously into them. Yeah. I'll never understand that dynamic and I think it's really toxic and bad. I agree with the toxicity. I think it is yeah. probably coming from a safety mindset of needing a fallback, but regardless, once mm. again, going back to that bench mindset, mm-hmm. it's fucking disgusting and no, no one wants to be a bench. No one wants to be a side quest. No one wants that shit. Yeah. It's not fair. It's not nice. And then when you challenge that mindset, you get the things of like, oh, you're real arrogant and you're real it's this like, and actually, you're real no, that. I wasn't. Like, I was recognising you picking up on the fact that you were using me. <laughs> yeah, and I was just over your shit. Yeah, valid, um, completely. And the, the, the counter to that is girls are like, well, then you were using her for this and that and the other. And it's like, I liked her and I didn't know how to tell her Yeah. in a way that would have it very clear context. Yeah. Um, there were clearly aspects of their personalities that they, or my personality that they liked. Yeah. Um, but 
the intention was to date them. Yeah. I just, at that point in time, didn't have the skill set to be clear about it. Of course. Um, and not every guy has that later in life either. No. So it's like, as the girl, you can kind of assume most guys want to do you at some point, mm. um, unless they're significantly more mature. And it's one of those friendships where this is my tag for all people is you can tell if a male is a true friend, but if he has a girlfriend and you stay friends and still hang out, might reduce a little bit. No, no, no but like that's anything. true. I think you're spot on yeah. to that because I've actually recognised yeah. when dudes like completely fucking drop off. I'm like, dude, yes. seriously? But also yes. that's because, and chicks also recognise this before the dudes do. They'll be like, oh, no, I don't see her as anything. But it's like, no, if your girlfriend finds this person a threat, that's a very clear indication that there is a dynamic there that they can recognise could happen. Um, yes, but if in the Same male's mind, as well, but though. if in the male's mind, they're a friend. Um, you could still want to fuck someone and be their friend though. Um, yeah, yeah, but you've got to trust that partner and that their judgment is that that person is important to them. 100%, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's a key indicator for people. If you're ever confused about that sort of stuff, if they vanish when they have partners and reappear when they're single. A little bit of a sign there. They're not friends. Not friends. Yeah. They're not friends. They just want to fuck Find you. someone else. Um, yeah. Or just go out with them and, and understand it's that and then know that and yeah. not get weird when they vanish again. That's yeah, fine that's too. True. It's a fair weather friend. That's what yeah. they call them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that would be a little bit of advice that I give for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck else are we supposed to talk about with this one? Well, you can add in a little bit more, but I've got some questions more, I guess, mm. about the pod. So what I'll kind of yep. lean into here is given all of the experiences that you've had both yep. as a fat boy, a midi boy, yep. and um, a skinny boy, well, you know, I'm going to say a fit boy. I know. Um, yeah. What kind of things kind of prompted you in your own experiences to sort of start Irrelevant Platitudes and what are you kind of hoping to get out of this podcast generally? Yeah, so I used to get, and this is like a wanky thing to say, but it, You're an absolute it was wanker. the truth. Fuck's yeah. sake, man. It was the truth. I get a lot of advice on relationship stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a mix of being super opinionated and um, knowing my stuff when it comes to people. Yep, yep. Um, so kind of passing on what you learned too. Yeah. I, I found that I was getting asked this shit so much. Um, and then especially going into like gaming spaces online and stuff, mm. um, always getting messaged stuff. Um, that was really very obvious to me. Yeah. Um, and not going down the round of the pickup gurus and stuff where they have, which we'll have one on soon, very um, excited. Mm-hmm. where they have all these courses and stuff. I could deliver it to them in something. I was already live streaming video games all the time. Yeah. 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 Um, through Twitch too, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah. I really, really enjoy podcasts and I think they're really helpful and they're there when people are bored, when people are sad and all this sort of stuff. And they're accessible as well, which is great. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to bring something that was a bit more fun and a lot less serious. Yeah. And that, this episode is quite serious. Which is a little more serious. Um, but, <laughs> but um, yeah, I really wanted to deliver – if you look at the start of the podcast, it's it's it teaches people how to approach it, teaches people yep. how to um, – do all the little bits and pieces that it takes. Yeah. Um, I want to revisit that at some point. It'd be really good to rewatch old episodes as well and see what we can. No, they're bad. I've watched them. No, no, I know. But seeing where you start off from and what kind of things we can use as trajectory would be an awesome Mm. thing. Um, And then, yeah, so I wanted to deliver these things in long form, short form um, to people that are out there that don't want to pay um, the gurus all this cash um, to do stuff. Look. It, it can be beneficial, it I agree, but also accessible um, content is So useful. there was a period in my life where I was socially connected to the ones in Melbourne. Yep. Um, and they're one of the biggest schools in the world now. He lives in Eastern Europe now, I James Marshall. I Matthew, dude. Yeah. The one with the, for the guys yeah. who are for girls, so I yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. can't judge I that. think yeah. if it's the same Matthew that was part of the Naturals. He's British. Matthew Hussey. Oh, no, it's not him. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think um, – it's thought. useful in terms of having a guru, but also making sure it's cheap. So, and yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to deliver something that was free, <laughs> um, and that that was a bit more human. Yeah. Because um, they they preach structure and they preach doing all this sort of stuff. It's really and I know it's really confronting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know you can find their stuff out there for free if you yeah. look hard enough. But um, this will always be there, and this will always kind of be persistent. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get to listen to things from hot it's guys and hot girls um, about how they're doing their thing and how they date. Um, so you kind of, I want to layer in how I did my thing with giving people examples of like people that might seem unattainable to them and then understand, yeah, you know, their processes and how they, how they it. see dating. Like yeah. I guarantee you the amount of 
like stunning ex-strippers that we've had we've on the had. podcast, porn and stars. And how similar the mindsets sort of are as well, right? It's all the same shit. It's all the, it's same, all the shit. same shit. Yeah. So understanding these things and hearing these conversations mm. and being like, oh, maybe it's not just that human. hard. Because <laughs> yeah. um, the pedestal thing's real. It, right? yeah, massively. Yeah, yeah and always. you just think you're not able to access those sorts of people and all this sort of stuff. And it's possible. Yeah, and, and that's that's one thing that, you know, I preach quite often is to just go for it and, and learn. So if this mm-hmm. podcast helps, that's that's the dream. And then the dream yeah. on top of that is to make money doing this and doing that. <laughs> of yeah. course. Um, but how do you kind of, I guess, balance both, uh, you know, socializing, doing the things, the pod, but work as well? Because I feel like yeah. it's Terribly, currently. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, terribly. It's a very big juggle there. Um, yeah, so it works, works a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I'm lucky that like today, you know, work was super encouraging. We had a dinner and stuff and mm. they're like, why don't you record earlier? So you can come to the dinner because so I was going to come later to the dinner because I had the we had the guest books. <laughs> yeah. um, so it kind of all worked out in that way, it, which is good. Yeah, so uh, I'm struggling yeah. at the moment. Um, but when it's something you want to do, it's fine. You find a way as I well. had to quit World of Warcraft because that was taking up too much. Yeah. Um, that was the, the clear distinct between when it started to grow and, and you know, was yeah. when I quit. You know that this is the time. Because that was taking up like 16 hours a week and stuff. Fuck and, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so... Yeah, I just it, it fits into whatever time we've got to do, and then as we're mentioning this, I just remember I've got to submit the podcast for the fucking awards as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. So that's terrifying. Um, but also exciting. We've got to do that. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a labor of love um, that I won't stop doing. I don't think. Mm, I um, hope you don't because you're good at it. Yeah, in this form or another, it's gonna it's gonna keep going. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's. I don't have a methodology to <laughs> cope with it as of yet. Um, but you will. It's all about balance. And I think when you start out as well, just speaking yeah. from the experience of like doing my personal thing in my own space and time, yeah. like yeah. It, it, it's a juggle and it really does just take some time. And then once you've found it, you've got the balance. It's mm. all right. That's right. Um, and the good thing about this is it's mm. very forgiving. So I can do this when we need to do it and stuff. Yeah. I keep recording times the same. Yep. Except for today. Um, We're usually quite consistent with it. And yeah, yeah, today was obviously an exception. But Um, like training and stuff, you regiment all that and try and slot that in. But everything has to have give or you'll go insane. 100%. Um, And I I guess kind of just flowing into that, I would love to know what the most rewarding kind of part about being a host is for you. Yeah. And what, I guess, drives you most as a host. It's the buzz. So the the big moment was the first time we interviewed Bella and we Mm -hmm. had a guest. Yes. That was was of note. That was really exciting. That was cool. Really cool. We finished that episode, you went home, and I called Amy, and I said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Oh, this is, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes my soul yeah. really happy. It was really yeah. good. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting mm-hmm. that, like, things that are, they'll just hit you. Yeah. And it's, like, it's weird. Yeah. That um, it takes those sorts of moments. You kind of know you want to do it, mm-hmm. and then everything lines up, and you're like, wow, this is, like, really... Kind this of, is your dream, and you were so fucking good at yeah, it. Like going wanna, off script entirely. I don't want to cry on podcast, but yeah, you're allowed it, to. Though, nah. but this is such a big thing, and I think that we need to highlight that. Mm. So cry if you need to. If you don't, you no, don't. But I'll like, be okay, I'll never okay, do that one. Okay, down. Mr. <laughs> I'm never going to be vulnerable and camera, yeah, whatever. Uh, but yeah. what I'm speaking to here is the fact that you are obviously resonating and feeling emotional mm. about that is speaking to the fucking passion. Is speaking to this powerful thing and you know that you're on the right track if you were feeling emotional about it because it means yeah. that you fucking give two shits about it. Yeah, yeah, it means yeah. that it matters and it means that you're contributing something of fucking value, which you are. Mm. No, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and you we do, get... You're doing good. Thank you. Yeah, no, we get feedback and it's great and it's good. Uh, I'd love to have more, but... Um, All right, segue so that Nucci doesn't pull his fucking eyes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. Can you good. share a funny or embarrassing story <laughs> related to your dating life or yeah. the podcast? Mm. I would be very... Oh, uh, can I? Uh, no, I was going to yeah, be like, can on. I share a funny thing? Of but course you can. Just, no, because then I feel like I'm talking shit, but I'm not because right. I love you, James. But the fucking podcast that we had Shay on, it was yeah. fascinating to me in my brain. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. I so just love yeah, yeah. seeing when, like, dudes are very enamoured by women, obviously. <laughs> and James, obviously. Says you, episode, even you were enamoured by I, I mean, It was yeah. like the next week. No, big time. Like, oh I was like, thinking, god, like, oh, my God, yeah. I love, yeah, seriously. Shay and Sash, just something else. Um. And to see that was like you came after the podcast, you're like, Are you all right? I'm like, Yeah. And you're like, That's the quietest you've ever been. And yeah. I'm like, I was just observing. Yeah, that's just guys really, who like people. It was amazing yeah. though, because I've never seen that like in real life yeah, yeah, with yeah. A, like people that like are so interested. And I find that kind of stuff fascinating. Yeah. So I want to know what your favorite kind of like potty episode was in terms My of a funny episode. or embarrassing story. My favorite episode was the episode where you spoke about drowning. <laughs> That was my favorite episode by far. That came out of nowhere, and that was so fucked. 
that was that was the funniest, most random story. I've never felt so worried for someone and so like I need to laugh at the same time. It was a, um, it was an experience. Then followed obviously closely by the Bella episode. That mm-hmm. was really cool. That was like a coming of age. That was such a good episode. episode. Yeah. Um, and then recently, um, probably my most favorite one was. Trying to think who we've had on recently because they're all pretty we've decent. We've had Steph, now. we've had Shay, we've had Sash, we've had Maxine, we've had Bella, we've had uh, your friend that starts with an M that I always end up forgetting. Morris, Morris. I think Morris's episode is pretty. I good really too. love that yeah. episode. That was so raw. That um, was really fucking good. But uh, I guess there's, I'm leaving a space because I want I want there to be that one new episode that's like yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so insert here maybe is the way to put that. But getting to interview friends and stuff too is really cool. And really I really love learning about our friends. Yeah, We need to do a podcast like with you, mm. um, myself and, and James and literally just asking questions about ourselves. I feel like we need to Yeah, I think to that's that. true too, definitely. Um, and that's the good thing that came out of uh, the scheduling thing with Phoebe. Um, we get an opportunity to get to know. I think I'm looking Mitchie. forward to an episode coming up. So we're going to get mm. both villains. Obviously, we have Steph in the pocket. <laughs> but um, we get the villain from the new season of The Bachelor yeah. as well. Um, I'd Big. like to interview some more. I think once we do Sean Michaels, who's one of the big PUAs, mm-hmm. um, that'll be that'll be that's kind of like a not an idol, but a guy that I've known of for a very long time. Mm. Um, and it'd be interesting to talk to him. Yeah. Uh, and get to see his perspective. Mm-hmm. We already had a pre-chat and it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so there's I'm leaving that space open. Okay. I'm yet to be wowed. All right. <laughs> so we've got more. two more questions for our yeah. interview before we wrap it up. But uh, what see, advice? I can finish in under an hour. Mm, Easy. Roughly-ish. Yeah. <laughs> you took <laughs> a break. Said, I'll finish in under an hour. Yeah. Right. Uh, what advice would you give to listeners who are struggling either with their weight or with self-confidence in this dating and sexual life scene that we're currently yeah. within? So the first thing you need to be is honest with yourself. Honesty. All right. That's the best policy. And mm-hmm. no, because a lot of people, you <laughs> no. can lie to yourself really easily. I'm really good at that. Especially now mm-hmm. with society giving you reasons to stay the way you are. Oh, of course. And that's you're perfect fine. the way you are, but also that is, you do that need is to fine shift and adapt Because that's and what grow. we have to say. But if I'm being honest... It's not okay because you're not happy and you need to change things because you're not happy. Also, we need to evolve and adapt. So, yeah. So if you know that you're heavy, you need to... If one, it's an issue for you. If you know you're heavy and it makes you unhappy, right? Yes. Correct. You need to, one, seek help. Yep. To find something that's going to work for you. Yep. And three, stay consistent for yeah. a couple of months. Yep. Yep. And then after that few months... Yep. See how you're going and check back in. Yep. You can always reach out to me on the podcast. We've got the email irrelevant.platitudes at gmail.com. And we'll um, always be responsive and we're happy to. And I've got a heaps of coaches to... and stuff. We have them on all the time. Yeah. We've got um, so many people that would be willing to. Also, I'm a PT. Can, you can hire me. Yeah. I can connect anyone to anyone that needs some sort of gateway to help them. Or support. Yep. Um, and they'll put them in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So be honest with yourself and do something about it. Yep. And don't stop. As soon as you stop, your journey's over. And you're going to go back to where you were going. I'm going to correct that on only one thing and say yep. that's good advice. But yep. if you stop, a lot of people consider that a relapse and then give up. You need to consider it as a lapse because we make mistakes yep. and then we get back on the horse. The minute that we consider it as a fuck up and that it's completely yeah, exactly. done, that's when you fuck yep. up. It's more, okay, I fucked up, mm. but I can keep going. Let's do it again. And yep. that getting back on the horse is the way to go. Because yeah, for sure, definitely. People That's who what consider I was it a write-off. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that would that would be definitely good. Did I get, yeah, did I get anything yeah. on that one? Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're good. Yeah. All right. So finally, last question is: Where do you see our podcast going now? Yeah. So I guess now is um, we need to get like some big heavy hitters on. Yeah. Um, like we are getting heavy hitters on. Don't get me wrong. We're getting them bigger. Um, we're getting them bigger and better and bigger and better. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, but it is to it's to just keep keep hammering um, and, yeah. and get more and more and more and more kind of viewership and and it's it's just going to keep going up. What's the direction though? Do you want to continue in this same space with dating and relationship I do, yeah. advice? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, I'd like to go more comedic. Um, but Make that's you a depending bit on the guests. To bring it up. Yeah, yeah, and it's more it's more um who we've got on ingestible and yeah, you have to read the room too. Yeah, of so course. you can't kind of. Can't kind of do that with all situations. So it's um the the final form remains to be seen. This isn't um, my final form. That's correct. But um I think it'll probably stay very similar. Yeah. 
to be honest. I mean, it, I'll have to look at the first episode compared to this one. We the structure probably stayed that. the same. Yeah, the, the, the structure stayed very similar. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I think I the biggest thing for me is that people can um, learn a little bit um, and then feel a little bit like a fly on the wall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> is that everyone at work asking me if I've got cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell them that I am. Okay. Um, but uh, I... <laughs> I texted him that I'd bring cigarettes. That's what I told you. I was, can I steal some of his cigarettes? Um, but uh, yeah, so um, my my the end goal mm-hmm. is to have a studio somewhere um, yeah. where that's my full time job, and we have people that work there and stuff. That'd and be fucking nice. You can still do your thing, and you just come in and do the podcast. Well, of course, and I, I don't do even know what's been prepared, and it's just <laughs> email. No, but like you have your thing, but then yeah. you come in and do this awesome yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. There might be like a comedy house or something and it's not in a studio in my How house. How good would it be if we had like actual comedians coming in and doing Yeah, they'd be so good. Be um, so, yeah, that's that's the the direction Okay, that I'm going. Well, I think that today's pod has been both raw, it's been vulnerable, it's been funny, it's been a plethora of many words that I am not going to throw source out to you. And I haven't been so funny, bit, so that's On the tipsy that's side. No, you've been a little bit giggly. Uh, you have been very serious though. And yeah, I guess weird. we're learning... Um, about you in a different context than we have. So that's always a very, both exciting and nerve-wracking space. But thank you yeah, for sharing what you have. Right. Um, and it's been exciting to hear about the journey. And, you know, obviously the host that you are today shows the progress that you've made for so many years over time. Yeah. Um, and we wouldn't have irrelevant platitudes without you. So, you know, I yeah, think that's, that that's a huge fucking thing. We need and some merch. I should get some merch done. I've actually got a I'm a not even friend. joking. I'll yeah. fucking wear that shit every day if it's I've black got- and it's got a little... That's sort of, yeah, so it's going to be black with, like, the, the yellow. Logo. Yes. Yeah, the, the oh, I'm so logo. here for it. Um, um, but yeah. I guess a nice way to close is thank you, Nucci, for, you know, sharing Thanks, what you man. have today. And, you know, thank you for letting me play the role of being a host today. You did it. You did great. I am a phenomenal host. But, well, put that role back onto you. Um, yeah. But you know what? We did awesome, guys, and we hope that you like the pod. And obviously getting to know a little bit more about Nucci is always an awesome thing because – this podcast literally would not exist without him. This information, the resources, the people, the fucking hilarious ass TikToks bar that third one that we saw today. Um, <laughs> no, <what are> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just had to talk shit about you. That I don't know so how. Bad. I love you so much. Um, but we would not be here without you. And I say we as the collective of the people that are your audience, our listeners, uh, our, our, yeah. our people, uh, James as well and all of that. So, Fucking, we are smashing it. We're killing it. You are going Thanks, to get man. that dream and killing it. Yeah. And I love you and adore you to bits. And Thanks, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys later. Peace out. What are you waiting for? Oh, the car's cold. The get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. What? Fucking warm it up. Get out of here. You heard the man. Get out of here. Thanks for listening to Irrelevant Platitudes.